Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Coach Bill Bush on early break. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. We have talked about the NFL at length today. The Eagles and Chiefs are the teams in the Super Bowl. Eagles win 31-7 over the Niners. Chiefs 23-20 over the Bengals last night in the AFC Championship game. Riveting. Riveting. It was riveting. I thought I'm a little unlike you, and I, I was captivated by that first game too. I don't I don't know why. Because the because the Niners were down to almost okay. playing McCaffrey at quarterback in the NFC championship game. It was fascinating to watch Shanahan try to maneuver his way through that situation, which is an ungodly situation. On the road. Yeah. With yeah, quarterback with issues that, for days. And, and I mean think about how loud that stadium was you're dealing with that oh god football is unbelievable i'd say interested not fascinated yeah, i was fascinated be, I game was, two was yeah, fascinating that, game yeah, one was, that was just, but it, it was interesting to see how they're going to handle it that part was good but no i'm, I'm not, not backing off fascinating yeah. there big shot when you're watching a game with you that there's like absolutely no chance you don't know how the outcome is going to be that's never going to be fascinating to me oh, it's fascinating what really yeah. Did you enjoy the 65-7 to win by Georgia also in, a in the championship sense, game? Was that sense, fascinating? Yeah, in a sense it was, yeah, because you, it, anything that extreme in that on that stage, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to me. I was more fascinated that it was like 50-some degrees and um, – the Niners' uh, head coach had his hoodie up the whole time. Oh, was it? Was it fifty? Yeah, it was warm in there. Philly. Yeah, in it was Philly? Very, oh, it was very warm. Because it was five yeah. at Arrowhead. Yeah, it was yeah. fifty. Yeah, 50 why degrees. did Shanahan have his? I don't know. Watch the sidelines. Just, he, just he did. He had his hood up the whole time. Yeah, hoodie up the whole time. So I was, that, that 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 intrigued me. That was interesting to me. To <laughs> that me. was fascinating. That, that, fasc- say. that fascinating. That fascinating. Like, fascinating. I'm like that's kind of different. He's got his hoodie up, and nobody else does on the. And it wasn't cold. Ah, interesting. That is, now that you mention I just figured it must be really, really cold. Nope, not cold. You posed a question to me okay. yesterday that you wanted to ask Coach Bush. Yeah, about. Matt Rule was on uh, Bussin' with the Boys yes. last week, and it was really good. I mean, Rule's appearance was – he said a lot of interesting things. He said why he likes ping-pong tables in the facility because mm-hmm. guys have to take their earphones out and not look at their phones. You kind of get mm-hmm. to know each other with those ping playing ping-pong, which I never – I, I kind of wonder why – he likes having ping pong tables around. It's a distraction, right? He also said, and he just said it quick. He didn't. It, he didn't elaborate on it. But I want to ask Bill about it. He won't. He said he won't have cameras following him into the team meeting room or the locker room. No go. Sacred ground. Prime has him following him all over the Everywhere. place. Everywhere. What would your policy be on that? Would you want a camera in your special teams meeting room? Policy wise, or any any phase of that would not be me. Not saying that that's not some somebody else has a different plan and they have their plan. 
Big time supportive of that. They want to have Big time supportive of, of having a camera in the locker room if that's what their plan is. That would not be my plan. If the head coach says we're going to have a camera in there, that's what we're going to do. So I'd have a plan to be on camera. Not what I'd want to be. You, you do it. And the biggest thing is what Coach Rule hit on. There's just a certain place that not everybody gets to go. And so it's like, you know, phones down, this down, we're in here, we're having these conversations. And I'd, I'd hate to think that I had to be like on parade showmanship at all times with, uh, with the camera. There's nothing inappropriate said. There's nothing like, oh, I'm worried I said that. But it just wouldn't be me. I would not want to have that. Uh, locker room. The pre-game one, I think, is is horrendous. I, I hate the one that is really the, all of a sudden they, they flash to whatever team and they're going to show yeah. them in the locker room. They do this and a lot. See the head oh, coach head coach talk for twenty seconds and he's excited. He the person that's going to do it. They're very excited to be on on camera. That would not be what I would want to have done. But if they have that plan, that's okay. That I think that is is just just unnatural. Unnatural. It's just not a. It's unnatural. It's, because games aren't won on some pregame thirty-second last speech or anything, so that would I would not want someone in the locker room. What happens in the locker room uh, after the game is there's always a lot of clips. There's, some of them are like celebrations, and a lot of those are captured on with the creative staff. That's the creative video staff, and also unless you have you better have a really 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 strict rule how you're going to handle phones, because when all of a sudden on celebration. Kids grab their phones and they come into the locker room. Then all of a sudden the coach comes in. and You, you see it all the time in basketball where yeah. coach comes in and they douse them with water yeah. or whatever. You see that a bunch. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that's caught on some or on phones. Mm-hmm. And so that's, a, that's something that's always dicey to mm-hmm. deal with. It wouldn't be what I would like to have done. But, again, the, the, the situation is what does the head coach want done? Mm-hmm. And if he wants, he wants people mic'd up, mm-hmm. he, wants, he wants cameras in there at that time, then I just that's what you do. Then you get mic'd up and you put cameras on and you go do your business and handle all those. We, we used to have those different times, and I know that can a lot of times they would mic us up for our meetings because coaches wanted to hear them what they what what our meetings were like or whatever that. And I was always like, yeah, come in anytime. Yeah, come in, bring the camera in. Yeah, mic me up. I'm good. Let's go because you're not. I, that didn't bother me a bit because that that again gets unscripted. But it would be hard for me. That'd be that'd be one of those things that uh, I know. I know it was a controversy. Uh, with uh, Colorado and with, uh, I think it was Danny Cannell said a statement uh, about uh, about something about that. He made a statement towards Colorado about they had a, uh, something on air with them. They had their, uh, their coach on that talking, and he made some comment that this is why, you know, you don't coach in the NFL. Well, it's kind of funny. And then Brewster came back. It was Tim Brewster as it was. Okay. Like that. Well, he coached in the NFL for five years, and he coached Antonio Gates. So he's kind of like – so he fired back. And so it's always one of those deals where – so if there is something I ever uh, watched on air, I doubt a coaching staff or a coach in the locker room or in a team meeting or whatever it was, I would never comment on it or have that like, hey, that's what they do. That's okay. Yeah, I get it. I've always found – you know, you think about – um, HBO has that series Hard Knocks in the mm-hmm. NFL, which was training mm-hmm. camp. And you don't really hear teams lining up to say, yeah, come film us. It's like, okay, we're going to pick a team. Well, do you approve? No. And they they, go, they have to go down sometimes quite a few teams before they get a yes to do it because I don't think they probably want all that stuff Because they're in your there. kitchen. Right, they're in your mm-hmm. kitchen. They're in your they're kitchen. All, all yeah, that would be that, – to me, that would be miserable. Cause, oh, and, and they right. cut through some – yeah, if, if the Hard Knocks, if I'm a coach, that would not be what I would, I would want. Because you don't know – they can – Anything can be edited. Yes. And so you don't know exactly. You could be saying something mm. and, and be taken a certain way when it's like, you didn't understand the context at all that I was speaking in. And it could be really good or really bad. 
And yeah. also in the NFL, those are draft uh, draftable players, free agent. Mm-hmm. You tell you select them to come to you. In college ball, I guess a little bit more. It can be it can be a recruiting tool. There's no recruiting tool for the Titans. No, it's it's like what's your free agency money? Who are you drafting? That's so it's not like you're watching it as a college player and you go, I'm going to the Titans. I want to go. I want to go to the Broncos. No, you don't have no. that call unless you're an unrestricted free agent, and then that's when you have that call. And so that's just my take on it. Well, there's the, the thing about hard knocks is, and the thing that makes it appealing is. But the danger, it's simultaneously dangerous about the, dangerous about the whole thing is football is rough. Rough things happen. That's why hard knocks is is popular. You see it. You you see these things play out that are real. Coaches getting into players. Players players getting into each other. Just rough cutting a guy. I mean, they they sort of highlight guys getting cut. That's a rough time for a guy. But they, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's just reality tv you know and I, yeah i've i'm a, i'm interested in what you said jake i didn't know that that they would have to oh they, they get turned do down sign up for them yeah it, they have to go oh, i'd turn it down teams. yeah i'd turn it down if i was like, a gm it's never like hey guess what you're the lucky team this year we're doing hard knocks on they're like that's not lucky at all we don't want you in they're great room. they're it's fascinating to watch though but it, like you said though it doesn't do anything for getting players to your roster because no it's this just, is not. This is not a college decision. I'm going to USC because wow, they look. It's awesome for us. Team. It's not for the team. Yeah, it's, it's for, the for us. Absolutely, it's for the fan. We want the access. Yeah, but I understand why you don't want the access given to the fan. Right, it's sacred ground. Yeah, sacred ground, and that just said would not be something that I would enjoy at all. Hard knocks, I would not enjoy because hmm. those guys are on you about 24 seven. There's almost a camera in every because they don't know what they're going to catch. So right. it's not like all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, the tight end meeting today got really interesting. Right. Well, uh, did, you, did you have a camera there? No, forgot, didn't send the camera in. We were all over here. We missed the whole thing. So there's a lot of things. that There's probably just miles and miles of film that never gets yep. you know looked at. Yep. And so how it could be edited out would also be, a, would also be tough for me. Yep. I want to go back quickly to uh, yesterday's games because I, I feel like mm-hmm. we talked about this Bengals Chiefs game, and there, I want to go back to a moment we discussed. And but talk from a coaching perspective, like the respect you get, Z- Zach Taylor with the with the Bengals down by seven. We talked about this fourth and six play where Tony Romo and Jim Nance say, "There's no way they're snapping this ball. It's at the like the forty yard line. They can't. Get, it's too long for a field goal because it's cold outside." And you, you know, they're, they're going to punt this, right? They're surely going to punt this ball and try to get him uh, to jump off sides and give us a fourth and one. They snap it. Jamar Chase in double coverage makes the catch. I'm curious in that in that aspect. Zach Taylor okay's that. That's the head coach okaying that play call, right? Oh, absolutely. So he called it. Th- does that get call- does that yeah. get you more respect from your players by calling the game? How does that go in that situation? They they got the first down. They were worked out, but if they don't get it. What's the reaction to that? Ooh, good question. There would be no reckless. Or there not? would be no reckless uh, towards the Bengals or towards Zach because of what the people he was having operate. It was like Joe Burrow was passing to Jamar Chase. They had a clear plan, and there was also something that would have been discussed going into the week. If we get in this spot, this can happen. If we get in this spot, this can happen. So that would not be a rec. A reckless one, or they're okay. coming off the field, palms up. Why do we do that? We screwed the game. No, not when you're not when you have those guys operating it. If it's one of those times where you kind of, it's just like, well, let's give this a shot. Let's see what happens here. That's just not your. That's not going to happen. But they had the they had the right time. 
And then also they had, uh, uh, I believe it was a timeout. There was a there was a stoppage in play prior to right. that to make it very clean to what they wanted to be able to get done if they had the look. And right. I'm sure that if it was one high, they were going to take a, a shot down the sideline to Jamar. Saved. If it was split, they were going to go. They probably said they were, they were playing a lot of bracket coverage on on those two guys. Okay. And when you're playing bracket coverage like that, the run game is what's really hard. Uh, but the, in, in the throw game. Especially with uh, uh, the loss of their slot receiver uh, being Tyler out, Boyd. with him being out, that makes a big change. If they, they if they went bracket, they would they would have went to Boyd all day. Okay, is what they would. That was a slant and go into bracket. So that was a slant and go into bracket. You want to teach your safety in that spot that you want to go to Jamar Chase's face mask for contact, and instead his eyes went went into uh, to go intercept the ball, the basically, the, the, uh, the, the safety. So then so his eyes flashed to the quarterback, and then he went and go up the field. Now, they recovered really well. That's the thing. What's the, what is so amazing about that play was how Joe threw it, how he threw it. He had two of those. He had that one and the one to T. Higgins for the touchdown, yeah. oh, where yeah. they were so covered, he just threw them open. Where if you're a DB coach on the one to Higgins, it's like, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Stop I got I got to somehow Jake. affect his arm so we can get an arm Jake. off the ball. Jake, what do I always say? What do I always say? I want six four receivers. I want T. Higgins. Because you know who's not making that? You know who's not making that catch? Five nine receiver. I mean, no. you won't even throw that ball. I, I mean, I want my receiver six three and over. Now, that eliminates some Hall of Famers, but uh. – And I think you, Jamar Chase is not over it, so I, I still want to keep it. So you made a statement there that so – So what you're saying so is Jamar you want – Jamar Chase is out now, You want too. great receivers that are big. I, right. That's really a noble concept there. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want these he unbelievable receivers. I want to have all kinds of skills to be really fast, change direction, and also be 6'6". I want Harold Carmichael out there for the Eagles. I, I, want, I want Randy Moss. Six, I'm yeah, just exactly. saying I prefer taller receivers yeah, like T. Higgins. Not that. Yeah. So that got interesting. But yeah, hey, by the way, Burrow, yeah, that throw to Chase, it it was it was well covered. It wasn't a. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Amazing. Play. There and was then, there was one later on that it was incomplete, but Burrow threw in a double coverage, but it hits Chase in the helmet. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. but he couldn't see because he couldn't the see guy, the ball because the guy was just Shielded blocking him. his. Yeah, yeah he had really shield. good coverage. It was a perfect yeah, throw. Burrow's and, unbelievable. And, and Thirty-seven a, yards in the air. A game of inches too would have been so big for the Bengals right before halftime. If the guy gets out of bounds, he's probably in bounds by a half an inch. If he gets out of bounds, they only had one play left yep. as the clock was right. running. If he gets out of bounds, they're going to have three plays to get in the end zones. They only had one play; and they had to kick the yep, had, had to be able to kick the field goal. If they would have scored a touchdown there after the after how dominant the Chiefs were, that have been that have been a different locker room too. It turned it into just a uh, seven into, point game, yeah. thirteen to six at yeah, halftime. So that would have been a lot interesting too with those little parts of it and how to manage a game. I thought Zach managed the game very well with his timeouts and when they were called, and I didn't see any. You know, errors where you're just like, oh man, that was that was horrendous. Zach Taylor, we ha- we don't talk about enough. I mean, Zach, it's the reason I got so mad at you that day when you stomped in here. I was in a bad mood. My right. team lost. All right, right. And, I regret. And you, and, and I regret you said, Jake, Jake stomps around here a lot. You'd yeah. be surprised. And, 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 but I remember that scene where I got really upset with you because you said Zach Taylor Sipple is not a good coach. <laughs> I had a, and, and I had I, a meltdown. Yeah, and okay. I and then I had a meltdown. You did. I was like, what Two are you meltdown. talking about? Like, you're an idiot. 
He did. He'd call me an idiot. Yeah, it's I true. I mean, man. Zach Taylor. Now, what I'm seeing now is Zach Taylor becoming absolutely one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's a good coach. Absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I was wrong. Say, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I moment, didn't bring it up for in that. In the moment, I was angry. I was wrong. I, I regret. I didn't that. bring it up that's, for that. That's a weird one, though. Like, my team lost, so I yelled at Zach Taylor. That doesn't seem. That doesn't add up to me. <laughs> well, I, just, I mean, I can see. It, that's in, like all of a sudden, just like specific he was. Game. He was hitting. He was. He aimed it at me because he yeah. knows I'm a big Zach Taylor fan. Mm. No, I said it because the Dolphins lost. But, but I think you're trying but to get to that me. game. He didn't have a good game play calling. I still, I still admit that. I I think that in the Dolphins game in like week four, long time hmm. ago, he did not call a good game. So but they won. In that moment, I was right about that game. But at, overall, he's a good. He's a really good. Coach. I, he's become one of the better. I mean, top six type coach, right? I mean, how could you say he's not? I don't know what number he falls. He's, he's a good. He's really good. I, the, I hate that part. Who's one? Who's two? He's two and a half. Yeah, Who's two B? Yeah, yeah. He's a really good coach. Yeah, how do you do that? He's done, done a nice job, and also it helps having really good players. And Burrow. That's why Zach probably gets overshadowed, right? Because of Burrow. It is. Well, and again, you know, Jamar Chase obviously is phenomenal, and Joe Mixon is a good running back, and Higgins, and yeah, they have to get, they got stud playmakers. Do they got? Do they? Does he have to go improve that defense a little bit? I the defense is good. Okay. The Bengals' defense now again is, is pass close. rusher. They're, they're, they uh, have one though. Trey Hendrickson is yeah. a good pass rusher. He didn't have a good game last night. The Chiefs have a pretty good offensive line. They, and the they, Chiefs, we don't even we haven't talked about Chris Jones. That's a, if there if you had to point to one or two difference makers in that game, isn't Chris Jones? Is he number one? He's up there. I mean, Chris he, Jones. So Chris Jones as a defensive tackle, he played outside a little bit sometimes. Yeah, they move tackle, him out. They move him out. He had 15 and a half sacks this year, and he was a bear yet yeah, mm-hmm. last. And night. he had his first two ever postseason sacks last night. 14 games of postseason first first, first two sacks. sacks. He had yeah. two of them last night. They didn't have the ability to pierce people like um, uh, like the Chiefs did. There was a holding in the fourth quarter where they they just on, on the on the guard. Where it was just an explosive play and on the Bengals guard on the, on the Bengals guard made it back to second nineteen yep. I believe it got a holding call yep. so that that didn't happen with uh, uh, those inside guys getting that type of push uh, in the pocket against uh, against the Chiefs they didn't have that same push Bengals didn't have that same push because no, they, they didn't have, they didn't have Chris Jones no, no. number ninety five no. was I'm I don't know what that what do you do with him. But at the same time, the Chiefs did not run the football that well last night. So like they, if you go up the middle, that was they were getting one or two yards. That's it. I mean, they were stuffing the inside. So it wasn't yeah. like they were just getting yeah. blown apart. Well, on one the time the one part. scramble that that uh, Joe made was the longest run. Yeah, twenty yards. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, twenty yards. But anyway, it is a great play by him. But that was the longest run at that time for the whole game. Did you see Joe game. juke the safety? <laughs> he yeah. did. Yeah. I said see, whoop. Yeah. 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 You see Joe? That was Nick Bolton. That, yeah, with that, it was like a shoulder move. Yep, shoulder shimmy. Just give a heck give a shimmy. Yeah. Joe can play. Man. He'll be he'll be around for. A well, while. Mahomes Burrow, Mahomes Burrow. We're gonna see this over and over, right? Well, then you got you got you, you got Josh, you got, Josh Allen, Allen. You got Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Justin Herbert. Oh, we're in yeah. for it. It's yeah. gonna be great. Ho- hopefully, hopefully Tua in that yeah. conversation, yeah, maybe Tua. but not for, not yet. You yeah. got to get a new coach, and then maybe. Hey! Oh! Oh! Speaking of a new coach, before we get to break, mm. it was a little party at my house yesterday. Vic Fangio going to the Dolphins, defensive coordinator. Oh, I thought you meant Vic Fangio's at your house. No. That would even be – that's what I did too. I'm like, little party at our house. I'm like, Vic Fangio stopped by. 
just to why talk about un- why'd you bury talk that? Talk about the There's- three four or four three and zone blitzes all of a sudden and you had some questions and I he did. answered him correctly. That's right. So I thought it happened. It's a big day. Do you okay. think for a second that Vic Fangio was at his house? I did. I thought it was exactly what I thought. No. I'm like, what? You know. I wish he was. I would have gave him a big high five. Say, welcome to the team. Yes. Oh, welcome to the team. Right. Welcome to the squad. He would. One of the best defensive minds in the NFL. It's going to be in the Miami sidelines. Watch out. We're coming. I think the only year. person who caught that anywhere in the transactions was you. Me? Yeah. I did see it, too. But, but, Vic uh, Fangio's uh, the man. Yeah. Like, he, that guy's a stud. That's a good hire. We Should haven't had a, a, a guy like that in a long time. Where'd Fangio come from? He didn't He didn't coach this year. He got fired by the Broncos <laughs> last year and took the year off uh, to kind of, you know, just reset. Reset. No, All right. Fangio at your house on the patio. <laughs> I wish I would have had a beer with him. <laughs> come on, Vic. Let's talk defense here. Talk about this defense. All right, when we come back, yeah, I want to talk about. So Nebraska is sending a lot of people, a lot of coaches, to go talk to Dylan Royal. They did. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Have you ever seen something like that, Coach Bush, in your time recruiting? We'll discuss that next. Or early break on the ticket.